when you can connect with people and and how we're connecting right now, talking without a filter and like not having to worry about what you're saying, that is stuff that is so hard to attain in the world with people with you know people you meet it's just because we're constantly filtering ourselves we're constantly watching what we're saying we're constantly trying to be funny we're constantly trying to be confident constantly trying to like be popular and cool and you know not say dumb things but when you're having an again like a like a real genuine authentic conversation like what we're having this sit this stuff is so rare and unique and hard to find that it's like it makes it that much more special All right, what's up, guys? Vince Blaze here with Ami. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys. I hope that you guys are doing well during your first month of 2021. Um, today is going to be an exciting day because it's our first interview. So I've never really interviewed people in general. I've asked them questions. You know, I've had conversations with friends, you know, just authentic kind of stuff. And that's kind of what we're aiming for today as well. But today... Uh, today we have a guest, none other than my friend Pete Dang. So from my knowledge, Pete Dang obviously is an, and is a, holds a huge place in my heart. Um, we've recently connected last year at a photography conference. Um, and at that time, you know, we didn't know each other at all. Uh, and Pete comes from the States. I come from Canada, very different environments. And, you know, we just managed to connect through one common ground which was photography and videography and the love for content creation so it just so it goes to show how amazing you know connections can come in just a fraction of a second um, and today we're going to be able to dive in a little bit more with him and uh, get some thoughts in regards to some self-improvement uh, tips and some mental health issues um, that we possibly both kind of tackle or um, go through in life uh, and yeah uh so yeah, without further ado, I'm just going to introduce you guys to uh, Pete. What up, bro? Hey, man. What's up? Thank you for having me. First of all, I'm super stoked to be uh, on your podcast, man. I'm honored. Thank you. No, I appreciate you. And and as I mentioned earlier, this is the first time I'm doing this. So, you know, fingers crossed it'll go well. We already had some uh, technology <laughs> issues. Uh, <laughs> trying to set I know. It literally took us like 30 minutes to get on here. But hey, man, we're on it now. So Yeah, no. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you coming out. And, you know, um, the as I mentioned to you, as I was trying to um, convince you to come onto the podcast, you know, uh, the purpose of this entire community, this purpose of this platform is to be able to open up discussions that most people tend to have in their own head, but don't necessarily speak out about, if you know what I mean. So Yeah. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, man. I mean, like I, it's every day I have thoughts that go through my head and like, it's one thing to think about it, but one thing to actually like, talk about it out loud. I think it like, it adds some kind of like, I don't know it has a different feeling to it right even like writing stuff out it's um i actually just started getting to journaling it's funny how you just talked about that so i just started getting into journaling recently like right when covid kind of started is when i got back into it but i had started like a year ago but anyway yeah so just like journaling stuff is great like i tend to bottle up a lot of feelings and like a lot of my thoughts and stuff and it's like pretty toxic first of all like it's definitely not a healthy thing to do um and journaling it is definitely a gateway to get those feelings and thoughts out and really um 
get it out of your system you know it's it's really it's it's obviously not the best when you just keep feelings you know bottled up and just yeah held up and yeah obviously it's just not healthy is what i'm getting at no and drilling is a great way to get it out yeah and <laughs> i i'm i'm glad that you're like advocate about this too because it's like it's one of the things i've been preaching about on the podcast is you know journaling and reflecting in general is something that i feel like as a society we don't do enough you know we yeah. we tend to go through a lot of traumatic events and we don't take the time to reflect on it and although it's it's difficult to you know take that time and put that time aside in such a busy life i think that it's it's extremely valuable and i would say crucial if not necessary um to take the time to reflect so i in in our last episode which might be aired after this one um but yeah in one of my coffee chats that i had with uh, my friend danilo uh we talked about resetting and it was like i was making this comparison and you work in a restaurant so we'll dive into that a little bit later but sure yeah for sure you totally understand the importance of a clean plate yeah right you wouldn't serve a dish that previously had pho to yeah, a client <laughs> filled with rice right it's not something you do right, you, you guys exactly. have high quality um machines to wash everything you know you guys right. you know it's sanitized etc cetera, etc cetera. so i was giving this example of like you know imagine if you had spaghetti on a plate and then you like semi-wash it there's still stuff on it there's still sauce and then you put like curry on the plate with rice and then mm. it's you kind of wipe it down and then you put like a cake like that cake's not going to taste the same. I'm sorry, that's disgusting. Right. And it's probably yeah, going to have mold. Pretty nasty. So <laughs> when you kind of use that analogy, um, I'm curious to see if what are your thoughts on like how how important like that reflection, that resetting, that neutralizing. Um, and we were using that as a perspective of like, you know, meditation. I'm not too sure mm. if you're a huge fan of meditation, but, you know, reflecting and meditation is like the only way to really clean the slate. Um so I'm curious yeah, to know sure. what you think about that. Yeah, so I actually didn't get into meditating until recently as well. Like actually during like COVID, like during the whole quarantine is when I started getting to it. Like I downloaded Headspace. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's like an app. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's actually really nice and soothing. And I was doing it for like 15 minutes every day for a solid, I think like two or three months. I, I, It's bad I kind of got out of it. And I do want to get back into doing it daily and getting mm. into my daily routine. But yeah, man, it's really nice to... Uh, yeah, just get some time to yourself. I think with journaling and meditating and everything, um, it's. I think people kind of have a like this kind of take like this. It feels like you you have to have some kind of like. Uh, <laughs> can't even talk. Right now. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I've never been interviewed on a podcast before. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my but, god. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think people kind of feel like you have to take so much time out of your day to do this. Like, it, you know, and it's really tough to get started. And, you know, especially with journaling, it's like, what do I write about? Like, it's it's really, it's a little bit overwhelming almost, right? Like, if you don't have, like, I sometimes have writing prompts, but sometimes it's nice to just, like, write freely. Just anything you have in your head to get down um, is really great. And, like, even meditating, like, meditating is like, what do I think about? Like, what, like, what do I have to have to clear my head? Like, do I think about, like, clear skies? Do I think about, like, this and that? And it can get overwhelming and like when you when it's something supposed to like really get you out of your head and calm you down and um yeah i think it's extremely beneficial actually i definitely when i first started doing meditating and like after like a 10 minute meditation i just felt so much more at ease like life was just a really? little bit more easy yeah like it was like physically like i could feel it in my body i was like man i feel so calm like i feel so just at peace with everything mm. and and uh 
yeah, that was just a great feeling. And also, you don't have to do it for 15 minutes. You can do it for like five minutes, three minutes, whatever. And I can, I'm sure it would feel just as good. Um, and yeah, even journaling as well. It's, I, I wish I picked it up earlier because my whole childhood, I never really got into journaling or whatever. I kind of had like, it kind of like was like a, it, I mean, I feel like kids in the day called it like a diary. I guess that's what girls mm-hmm. call it. But, like I never heard it called like as a journal. You know what I mean? So I was right. like, I'm not going to keep a diary. I'm not going to keep like under my pillow and stuff. But um, yeah, so just getting into it. So I got into it a few years ago because I was going through a really rough patch at work. I was working a sh- like a ton because we were a little bit understaffed in the back. And um, I was working pretty much like 10 hour days and stuff, sometimes longer, sometimes shorter. But I was working in the kitchen, which is something I'm not really used to. So for people that don't know, I know you want to talk about my restaurant background. So yeah, go ahead. Wanna, go like, ahead. Sh- go ahead. Yeah. I, yeah. So if. My family owns a restaurant, and um, so I'm from Connecticut, from a small town called West Hartford, and my family has a restaurant that we opened up in 1999, January 1999 is when we first opened, and um, it's played a huge part in our life, obviously, um, we moved to Connecticut from it, like, because of it, um, like, I am originally from Boston, I think you know that, but yeah, so I'm originally from Boston, I grew up there for like nine years and we actually moved from boston relocated to west hartford because of our restaurant because my parents were commuting or my mom was commuting you know every friday driving to boston picking my siblings and i up and then driving us to connecticut staying in connecticut for the weekend sunday night driving us back to boston so we could start like our school Jeez. week and so and so my grandma would take care of us during the week right oh, okay. and um yeah so grandma would take us take care of us three during the week and then you know my mom would just do that every weekend and that got really like tiring for her which is you know obvious right like driving that much every week are you kidding me on top of working like 12 hour days at the restaurant so yeah my mom doesn't drive much on the highway anymore if you didn't yeah so anyway yeah so that <laughs> is where my you know my roots started in West Hartford is because of the restaurant and I'm really lucky in the sense that I moved here to Connecticut when I was like pretty young like I moved here when I was nine years old so it was really easy to make friends and stuff my siblings are a lot older than me um I'll, I shouldn't say a lot but my sister's six years older than me and my brother's nine years older than me right so it's really tough when you move like midway through high school I'm just thinking from my sister's perspective moving midway through high school like when you're already going through this like super awkward phase mm. right like you're going through like puberty and shit and like you know you're trying to make friends and at that point in high school I feel like fin- people already have their friend groups especially if you like l- like grew up in that town do you know what I mean yeah so like it's really tough kind of like getting into like a new friend group and finding like your 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 homies like you know your people that you can hang out with and like hit up on the weekend and stuff so i'm lucky in the sense that i did that when i was really young i was in elementary school i felt kids in that time was like hey do you want to come play with me yeah, like yeah. everyone's super yeah it was super easy for me uh, i don't really talk to my sister about i never asked her how experience was but i'm guessing it wasn't that great i mean i don't know who cares but anyway yeah and so yeah so back to my stressful year a few years back why I started journaling was because uh, we were understaffed, as I was saying, and I was working pretty much every day. We have we close on Tuesdays, but pretty much every other day, I'm like we were hustling back there. Um, and I usually work the floor, like I work in the front of the house, so I usually am a waiter, and you know I'm behind the bar taking care of the checks and stuff and making drinks. So I'm in that aspect, I'm really social. I think that's what kind of made me more social is like because I'm dealing with so many customers and like have to make small talk, but also like I'm like 
creating new relationships every day with customers and stuff so right. that's why i think i kind of got that part of me um and i love that part i love talking to people and asking you yeah, how's your day and like you know i connect with so many people in different ways like i'll talk about photography with some customers and talk about traveling obviously everyone loves traveling so you know it's funny like some customers will come eat and they're like hey Pete, where have you been recently like you know you ever Damn. been to blah 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 it's really funny yeah that's i mean awesome. yeah so that so they know me like that and um which is great and that's something to talk about and connect with because it's always nice to like connects with customers other than just like, Hey, how, you know, how's the food, you know, like, I hope you enjoyed your time, but you know, it's, 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 it's better when you make a genuine relationship and connection with customers. And so, um, yeah, I've just had a great time always being in the front of the house and I never had to deal with the kitchen, but I started working in the kitchen and then, you know, all that, that whole part of me and that side of, you know, what I do at the restaurant changed drastically. Right. I went from talking to new people every day to just dealing with the same people, um, in the, in the kitchen. And, uh, I'm not really talking to anybody new, you know what I mean? I just mm -hmm. me and my dad, you know, and a few other workers in the back and, um, yeah. And just like making food that was just so different for me at the time. Like I would just, I don't know. I, did, I obviously didn't love it. I mean, I love it now. I think I, I definitely, it's different, but I definitely enjoyed it more than what I did before when I first started. Right. Um, so that was really tough on me mentally. And so, you know, I lost all this time during my day to actually get stuff done. And what I started doing was wake up at 530 in the morning, legit 530 in the morning. I would wake up, change whatever, I get ready and go to Starbucks for an hour. And that's actually how I got started into photography as well. I don't, I don't know if I told you about this, but no, you I didn't. started. So during that time that I started journaling in the mornings in the star at Starbucks, I would literally I was on Skillshare learning everything I could I could about uh like cameras like that was when I first learning and started learning about ISO and like shutter speed and like all this other stuff and about my Damn. camera and stuff and like you know learning Lightroom and stuff just like on YouTube that's this is before I even went to, to Triplet which is where we met right, right? so right. I was that's why when I met you I was still like kind of a noob I was like still like in the grass of learning things um so that's and in a way, I think things kind of worked out for that. Like, it's funny how they say, you know, everything happens for a reason, whatever. But I don't think I would have gotten, like, I wouldn't have dived deep into learning about my camera and stuff if it wasn't for I had requiring myself or getting myself to wake up early in the morning and then, uh, you know, go to Starbucks, you know, and doing what I did for an hour or so. And uh, that was a great way to start my day. And it was something to look forward to for sure. And mm. uh, yeah, so then, and then after the can't, like, after that, I would go to the gym, whatever, and get my day started for work. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I would write down how I'm feeling. You know, it's funny. I actually, I don't know about you, but I actually never go back and read my journal entries. It's just something I don't do. I kind of like, I like to just write it and forget about it. Um, it's just like, it's weird. It's, it's so weird when I, when I read what I write and it's like something like very vulnerable and like very sad or something. And I'm always like, damn, Pete. I, I'm, I feel for you, buddy. <laughs> it's, uh, it, but there's so many times, dude. I mean, I, I read a few of them during the, that dark kind of like time, I guess you say in my life. Yeah. It wasn't like terrible. It's just like, it was a, it was a difficult road for me. Right. Um, a difficult chapter, I guess you say, but yeah, I just remember like writing just like, man, like I, you know, I'm, you know, work sucks right now. Like I'm working so much. I'm always tired, like all this and that. And it's like really tough to read. <laughs> it's really weird. I have it in front of me. I have it. I have a different journal in front of me but i'm just like thinking about it but uh yeah um it was tough but it was nice running it down at least it was something like i don't like to talk to people about it's funny because i do it now so often but back then i don't i don't really like to talk to people about like my issues and stuff you know mm -hmm. so it's just kind of nice getting it down on paper and um 
yeah i think it's just definitely something that everybody should do and you know it's not something you have to do like every day either i think it's just like you know even if it's once in a while or if it's like you know something that you've been feeling for like a week or something like a thought that's been like lingering you know just get it shot it down on the paper real quick and i think you'll find some instant release and yeah gratitude about it right no um I, i think that's first of all like that's a powerful story just because one you kind of illustrated like the power of reflection in itself Mm. even without journaling or anything just the fact that you were able to look back and see you know that your tough days during the restaurant like you know going back into the kitchen and being in an environment that you were uncomfortable forced forced you to adapt and in a sense it also shows your ability to adapt because you didn't you know you realized in that point at that point that you needed something else so you started waking up early yeah started going out to that coffee shop Mm. uh starbucks starting to go to the gym you know journaling you're like it's remarkable to see that your body automatically started doing that um, and your mind brought you to do those things um but obviously you don't realize it as you're doing it you're just like i'm just doing this new thing it's a new thing that you're like on your to-do list um but like you said like hindsight's 2020 so uh, I, I just think that that's amazing because I have a lot of friends that I know that work in the restaurant industry and that's yeah. an extremely high stress environment. I could oh, never... Man, so stressful. Yeah. It's, uh, it's especially when you see... It's tough when I see my parents just tired all the time. That's what gets yeah. me. Like my dad's always tired. My mom doesn't say she's tired, but I can tell she gets, you know, just super tired. I mean, especially when you own the restaurant, it's like you have to be there all the time. Yeah. You know, and... uh especially the way, the way they were too, the very old school mentality, like yeah. I have to be there, watch everything, make sure everything's going smooth. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously I've taken the reins a little bit more and so has my sister. Right. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's also rewarding at the same time. It's nice to know that all your hard work is going back to your family, you know? Like I'm not working in an office job where, you know, I'm working for the man and somebody's above me and, you know, it's uh, the money I'm making is going to that person. So it was tough. It's always been, I think that, yeah, just like a family business in general is it's, t- it's all the perspective as well, right? So it's like, um, you know, this can be so tiring and I'm tired all the time and, you know, I never get time off, whatever, this and that, I think. But I think the reason why my parents work so hard is because they know what it's like to have nothing. Like my um, my parents are like, I don't know if I told you this either, but my parents are like, they're from Cambodia. They ex- escaped during uh, Khmer Rouge. I don't know if you know anything about Khmer, but it was like, you know, about, uh, do you know anything about the killing fields during that time? Very little, very little. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't know that much either, but it was a very dark time in Cambodian mm. history. And uh, pretty much so they had to escape during the Khmer and they like went to refugee camp in Vietnam for a few years. And, um, or yeah, so they escaped to Vietnam for a few years and then they left Vietnam in like 80, like 79 or se- the late seventies. And then they hopped to a couple different places and up at a refugee camp in Thailand. And I think that's when, when they got sponsored to come to the States and that was in 1981. So they moved to the States in 1981 with nothing, nothing but the clothes on their back. Jeez. Um, and uh, yeah, dude, and literally just trying to like make it, you know, like, um, you know, I remember being, you know, in small apartments and stuff. I never felt poor, by the way. I never, I should, I, I kind of want to say that, like, I never felt like I didn't have what I needed in life. Like, it didn't really struck me like, oh, like we were in like a bad spot until like I started having more things, I guess you could say. Mm. Does that sound weird? So like, I think my my cousin, I mean, I think my sister, my brother definitely have a greater insight on how life was before we had the restaurant. Because this restaurant really gave us everything that we have. Mm. Like all the traveling that I've done, all the people that I've met, all the stuff in my room, like 
it's because of the restaurant like going to college that's because of the restaurant like without that like so my parents used to have uh, a, a little mini market in chinatown boston but we weren't doing well like i didn't understand our whole situation until like actually recently like my mom started talking more openly about you know how life was like before we had the restaurant and stuff and how her life was is like growing up and all that but yeah so we were but yeah man like i think like one of the things also is like going to the movie theater like you know to go to the movie theater you just hop in your car and go to the movie theater right like that's how you get there okay for us you know we would take we would walked i think about a half mile to a bus stop take the bus to a train station take the train station a few stops and then walk from the train station to the movie theater like that like that to me was an awesome adventure but now that i look back it's because like we didn't own a car like we didn't have mm. any modes of transportation um but anyway yeah uh it's uh the restaurant has given us everything and i'm super grateful for that and um it's you know the, it i think the restaurant is a testament to how you know hard work my parents are especially where we are now um you know 21 years uh, 22 years actually 22 years this month is how long our restaurant has been open and um Damn. yeah man it's 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 literally the american dream like literally coming here with nothing and building a business for yourself and succeeding and thriving like they're they've they really they they nailed it and uh and they're still working which brings me back to my point of why they're still working so hard is because they have they knew what it was like to have nothing right and so i think they realized that so many people would die to be in our position to have a restaurant and you know doing well enough that they can survive and whatever you know so especially during this time during covid you know i read an article like a week ago about how like 600 restaurants in connecticut alone and we're a very small state has closed permanently because of covid and the impact it has on the on the restaurant industry I mean, yeah, and it, it's funny because I remember you telling me this, and I, I mentioned it in a previous, previous episode. Um, but yeah, th- I think that's first of all that story of your parents. Like one, I can't relate to that at all. But I think yeah, very, f- I can't either. Very few sure. people, yeah, and I think that just that I think is an interesting aspect of like you having to balance that that in your head because not only I think that adds on probably to your pressure to want to work hard. But you're yeah. you're not facing those same struggles. So like when you see your parents, you know, always tired. When you see them going to the restaurant, you're like, Mom, like chill, like we're good, like you know. Yeah. But but they're obviously coming from a very different perspective, and for sure. And then that probably you know tells you you know like if they worked as hard and made it happen, imagine you in your position. And this is something that I personally like think about a lot all the time because my parents weren't definitely, they didn't, they weren't from the same environment. Like my mom's Canadian, my dad's Japanese. And like my dad Mm. came here to study and moved in after. So like very different uh, background. But I just think that if they came here, they instilled their values in us either. I don't think we we were very rich at any point in time. You know, I'm starting to realize Mm. how fortunate I was um, because we did have a car and we could drive to the movie theater. Um, Yeah. There's no trains where we were anyway, so we wouldn't have to, I wouldn't be able to do that. But uh, um, yeah, no, I think that like, that's sometimes a, a very touchy point in myself in terms of like always putting pressure towards myself because I'm like, if they made it this far, I should be able to, you know, quadruple yeah. 10x yeah, that, you like, know? Yeah, it's like, yeah, like I have so much tools, like, you know, I have so many tools at my disposal now, like I could literally do anything. I just need to put the, put in the hard work yeah like my parents like my mom and my dad literally learned how to open up a business in a country they've never been to in a in a you know in, in a language that they've never really spoken until i came here like are yeah. you freaking kidding me that's insane and like and uh for us you know 
we have laptops do we have computers i mean you, you our were phones, saying we have cameras and you were saying you were on skillshare earlier <laughs> like they don't know yeah. what skillshare is <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's uh yeah even like so you and i you know i mean you you are further into like the camera you know industry and like photography and videography industry than i am um and you know for me when i think about you know why am i not where i want to be it's just it's honestly just plain and simple because i haven't put in the hard work i have all the gear i need i have the the laptop i have the camera i have the lens everything i think and this is just to myself i'm thinking this is just like pete like you say you want to fucking film just go and film like go outside and start Mm. capturing things you know like i have everything i need you just need to like put in the effort so a quote i saw the other day that i really liked is like um i think it was something along the lines of how do you expect to succeed if you only put in work on the days you feel like it damn yeah and it's like yeah dude it's those days when you don't want to get up to go to the gym those are the days that count right, right. The days when you don't want to like st- edit it edit and like you know or go outside and like take your camera with you those are the days that matter that's what separate you from people that are just like kind of kind of kind of want it you know what i mean so um yeah so can i can i interrupt you there and yeah chime in dude yeah for sure can i ask you like a really controversial maybe something that's a little bit of a douchebag type of question okay to me yeah yeah okay um, and this is just like to play the devil's advocate would you think the fact that you don't have because you have it all compared to what your parents had do you think that that creates a little bit of complacency in terms of not actioning things um, I'm curious. yeah for sure yeah. yeah for sure i think anytime that you that there's no repercussions for something that you don't do you don't you don't want it more right if that makes any sense like i don't like if i don't film today nothing's gonna happen to me tomorrow you know right it, you know it's it's uh i have to push myself to do it right um whereas maybe it's different if you go to school like if you don't study for exam you gotta see all right that's your repercussion you gotta see you gotta have a fucking bad grade right um so i think it's yeah so in that way i really do need to hold myself accountable and ask myself how bad do you really want it like am i just like saying it just to say it or like do i actually want to go out and like you know make a career out of this Damn. right yeah it's funny hearing myself say this is because like it, it goes around in my head all day that like or for a few weeks now no and um, I, th- I think that's a fair point you touched on the educational system and i think this is a good thing but also a flaw in the system because like once i finished university i didn't have anyone to tell me oh you got a c mm. like like you know like uh for y- sure like i got my job you know i got whatever i needed but like there's no one telling me like oh you got a c in photography and that can be a good thing because it leaves a little bit of naivety and naive naivety I don't, I don't know if I'm using yeah. the word properly. I'm making up a new word over here. <laughs> hey, let's go. Let's go. Sorry. It's, I'm, Naivety. Probably using the no, French. I, 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 I see what you're saying now. I know it what you're saying. It leaves a little bit of innocence in terms of like you don't know where you're at, but it also messes with your head because you're like, well, I don't know where I'm at. Like, you know, I don't know how good my stuff is. And um, because you're in that limbo, I find that like you don't, one, as a creative personally, I found it extremely difficult to want to reach out to other brands because I'm like, I don't know if my my stuff is good enough you know yeah but also it's it's like also a double-edged sword in the sense of like i don't know if it's good enough so i get really disappointed in my stuff i don't want to go out and because like you just mentioned there's no repercussion for me not going out yeah. actually like, there's less repercussions because if i don't mm. go out then i can't say that i went on a shoot i don't have to feel like i have to post those photos and if those photos yeah. are trash i never have to deal with those comments or that that self-doubt you know what i mean so i think that's a, yeah for sure a valid point you kind of brought up there but um yeah, what I'm curious to know, what do you think besides just like 
thinking about how much do you want it because i feel like unfortunately that's a flawed way of thinking that like you can't will yourself to want something like people they say that all the time like you have to want it and you have yeah. to suffer you whatever um but like reading books like atomic habits like we're creatures of habits you know we have triggers we have stimulus that kind of trigger our behaviors and enhance them to come to light um, a lot mm. more frequently a lot easier so i'm wondering if you have any ideas of like what we can do in terms of like really triggering that motivation and making sure that that repercussion do you think that punishment is a good thing like like for example we have an accountability <laughs> group with taylor which we haven't been following through with very well yeah I, uh... but you know we we said like you know if we don't edit this we have we have, we have to we have to pay the money or whatever and like do you think that's, yeah that's a good way to motivate or do you think that like, um the carrot instead yeah. in front of the stick is a better way to go i don't see that's i guess that's kind of tough to answer because the only way so for example going to the gym right mm -hmm. so how do you push up to go to the gym like i don't know how i'd punish myself if i didn't go but <laughs> but the but the way i see it is like but but the, the why people the reason why people stick is because you start seeing results like that's why you want to like do something it's progress. like you want to see yeah you want to see yeah. progress right and yeah. results like once you go to the gym you know after a week or so you start seeing muscles you're like damn wait this is this is sick like wait what just like from a week all right let me do like two weeks of this so now you push it up to two weeks and it's like all right more muscles now three weeks like you started cutting fat you look a little bit better people have started commenting that you look good and you're like oh shit like this feels great and also like just going to the gym like also just makes me feel good it's damn um but that's also that's also like physical chemical reactions going in like i think when i think when you go to the gym there's like actual i think you release like uh dopamine or something like and it makes you feel good from going to the gym I don't know if it's dopamine or something like that. Or serotonin. Some, or something something like along that, yeah. those lines. Serotonin, yeah, yeah. Something along those lines. Actually, so this physical stuff that makes you actually feel good. And then, but also seeing the results is actually what gets me going even more. So that's something you can see, like physical results, right? And so you're like, oh, damn. So this is actually motivating me more to get up every day, waking up early to go to the gym. But I, I don't know how you would correlate that to filming. I mean, so I guess with filming or taking photos and videos, if I say I took a great photo, I put it online, I got a bunch of likes, I guess that's something that would like push me. It's like, oh, I'm starting to see like people that like my stuff. So I should keep doing it more. I guess that's something you can do. Or like even with filming, it's like, oh, I'm getting jobs. Um, even with even however small the job is, or even just like editing something small, like 10, 15 seconds, you're putting it online and people are like, damn, that's sick. Like, so last year, I think it was last winter, I literally put up something real quick in my in Instagram story. It was like, a, it was like, it was actually, it was actually supposed to be my first vlog. I still have it. I haven't uploaded it, but I literally took my drone out um, and just flew around the reservoir near where my house is. And um, just like, I just filmed myself doing it. And I actually got some pretty sick footage. I put like a 10 second little sneak peek on Instagram story and I got a lot of love for it. And I was like, damn, this is sick. But I was still too scared to put up the whole thing. Um, but and also my first few gigs even filming and like for video stuff i was doing content for a crossfit gym that i was uh, a member at like last year and the year before i was like doing some content for them and that was you know people were like you know i was putting it online on their uh on their social media and people were loving it and that obviously made me feel great like it was nice i kind of have a certain style to my things and i'm as as, as anybody would if you're right. into this art space Everyone has their own style, which makes it awesome. Um, but anyway, yeah, so people were starting to like myself, and that was great. And I really did have – I know what I like. It's funny because, like, uh, when you film something and it doesn't 
it like it's good but it's not as good as you want like you know right away like you yourself you, you have an eye even if people say oh it's good whatever it's like you know damn like that could have been a little bit better there that could have been cleaned up a little bit here and there and yeah. so but i think with this stuff there's more like i don't have what's the word for it like uh i guess hurt i don't want to say hurt. Word. um like if you don't it's it just sucks because like there's so many more yeah disappointment i guess okay. when yeah exactly yeah disappointment when you do something bad i don't i don't even know how to phrase this it's, uh, i think it's because it's so public yeah you know sure. when you go to the gym like you're the only one who sees the progress and you're content with your progress while if yeah. like if you were to just post your photos in your wall or print them out and just have them for yourself i wonder if that would be the same thing but it's because our entire validation is now based on how many likes we get how many shares yeah. we get how many dms we get how many you know how much yeah man and that and that shit yeah sucks too social media like it's funny how social media can be such a positive impact in your life and also such a negative impact <laughs> like it literally it's fun it's crazy when you like get a lot of likes it literally sends a rush to your body like oh man this is fucking great but like when you like don't get as many likes as you want within like the first like hour it's like yo whoa what the hell like why do people like my stuff like i spent a lot of time on this like why do people see my my hard work you know what i mean um so it's yeah so that can obviously be really tough it's funny and it's we're in a, we're in a society now that we are the most connected but i feel like the more people feel alone more than ever in in the history of mankind yeah like i think loneliness is so like is on the rise and it's been on the rise for a while i think loneliness and that whole term of like um you know being lonely can have such an, an obviously negative impact on you there's a reason why you know the worst punishment in jail is solitary confinement you know like, right we need we need each other to survive and it's really it's tough it's uh like i so i when i talk to people i actually like to call people or like facetime i genuinely love facetiming people and like it catches people off guard because people are so used to texting and stuff yeah but i'm like yo i would, i love hearing people's voices on the phone or like see people's faces hmm. you know like during covid when covid first hit i i hit up a ton of people um people i haven't talked to in like years you know and uh i just like randomly facetime them. it's really funny i wish i i wish i took a, i did a video of that whole like time um and me facetiming people you could throw uh, it up on instagram reels and you'd probably be blowing up yeah right for real <laughs> it, it was funny like i uh facetimed this one girl that i went to high school with um you know we still like keep in touch a little bit but mm. uh i hadn't talked to her in a while and it's like like a facetime and she was like so like thrown off she was like did you like mean to facetime me i was like yeah i just want to see how you're doing just want to check up like what's good how's your life no um, i think that's dope i think uh i also prefer yeah. to like call people and uh, I told you the other day I went on my first COVID date where I had to call someone like <laughs> meeting them, which is, I think is yeah. an experience on its own. But uh, I think that human connection is, I agree. Like it's, it's something that we do need and um, it's a struggle right now as a society to, to find that balance between solitude and loneliness because yeah, being comfortable with yourself and spending time alone is definitely something that I think we should all be able oh, to. Oh yeah. I mean, there's definitely nothing wrong with it for sure. I think we should definitely be able to, uh, it's, it's important to have alone time like you know just to spend an hour for yourself journaling or reading or whatever and just like being with your own thoughts and yeah. stuff um, but I go on i didn't mean to, i didn't mean to no it's all good um i think there's lots of good points and we could probably talk about like 
uh, the the industry and everything that happens there. But I kind of want to switch the narrative into a um, little bit of the mental health aspect because um, that's kind of how we connected. You know, we, we were just dur- during COVID and I told you, like, let's let's do a FaceTime and we were doing our accountability thing and Taylor left and then we kind of got in a really deep conversation. And Yeah, that was great, yeah. Yeah, and again, thank you for opening up that time because I think it started off like by me opening up about you know something that bothered me about what happened last time and then you're just like oh shit and mm. you started going off and i was like wait who who pete dang like who's this like uh, you, yeah. you started telling me a lot about a lot of stories but i think one thing that you also um kind of put up in the form here was that like you have the firm belief that every single person has gone through some form of depression oh 100 yeah do you want to <laughs> do you want to I- elaborate on that yeah. So, um, yeah. So you, like you just said, like, I'm a firm believer that 100% of the population, everybody has gone through some sort of depression and I, and I've talked and I'm not talking about like, you know, suicidal stuff. I'm talking mm. about just like, you know, depression has a big spectrum and I'm, and I'm talking about maybe just spending a day in the bedroom by yourself in the dark and feeling like super lonely. Like, I feel like that's a form of depression. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't have to be like super, um, outrageously like, Oh, I think I want to die today or whatever. And, um, yeah, some people have got like the people that you think have it all. Those people have been through it the most, I think. Like we were talking about how like JB, like Justin Bieber, has um you know even you're releasing that last song about how lonely he was as a kid, and that guy had it all. He had the girls, he had the money, he had like everything he could possibly want in the world, the fame, and dude, that song like are you kidding me? You could just like feel that that like lonely like energy that he he went through and poor kid man like everybody was like trashing on him and i i mean i did i used to i don't know for, for why i think it's just like cool to do that but anyway yeah man i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah jb right hate him <laughs> no but yeah uh everybody has gone through it and you know it's obviously we put a you we put a front up when we talk to people when we see our friends we don't want to like uh like talk about you know how we've been feeling lately hey like you know, you don't want the first thing I'm not gonna say to my friend I haven't seen in a year, like, hey, I've been so sad lately. Like I've been mm. really deep in a hole. Like, yo man, how have you been? Like, how's life treating you? That's that's what I'm gonna do when I first see someone. It's really tough to talk about mental health like that. I feel like there's still such a stigma in society. Um, I think it's obviously it's gotten a lot better now. Like, you know, especially now. Um, but I'm talking about like when I was young and you not when I you and I were young. Mm. Um, like that stuff wasn't really talked about as you know, like I didn't grow up, you know, in a in a family that like talked about feelings and stuff like that just wasn't me and in society in general i wasn't like throwing myself out there like talking for the camera like hey man like i'm so sad today like i've been in such a deep hole um but it's great that it's more accepted throughout society and more talked about so that people don't feel like it's something that they shouldn't talk about you know like it should be a normal thing to talk about and that's why um yeah, it's funny because like my brother's also a psychologist, <laughs> so he like wow. he yeah um, yeah he's really good at obviously at what he does. He's a very good listener. Like gr- even growing up, he was very thoughtful in the way he responded to things, and he was a really good listener and really connected to people. Um, well, well, why am I talking to you? Let me talk to you. No. <laughs> yeah, for real, bro. Yeah, but uh, no, I think I think but talking about this stuff, I think brings people to a deeper connection. It's like oh man, like he feels it too. Like like. Like when you said, uh, like we thought, like I have it all, or I don't know how you phrased it before when we were talking, but it was like, yo, this kid like always is happy when he like talks to people. Like people kind of like, you know, whatever to, about me, like have their thoughts about me. Um, but yeah, it's obviously when I talk to you, when I talk to Taylor and stuff, I'm always like pretty peppy. Like that's just also how I am naturally. But yeah, man, of course, like I get into like these deep holes just like anybody else, you know. Like, 
um especially this time that we're growing in with covid and stuff and not being able to see people and give hugs and this and that it's like even worse this year than anything um mental health but yeah everybody's gone through it i'm i am 100 certain or that's what i believe anyway but yeah so yeah dude that's just i definitely believe that i think everybody you met along the way in life has gone through some you know whether it's a parent's divorce or a family member dying or a tough breakup that stuff all that stuff puts you in a some kind of depression I'm, I'm a firm believer in that you know um mild albeit but still still like in a form of depression um yeah yeah it's yeah go ahead no sorry you kind of just touching on that point because you i remember we talked about like you said like even people who have it all like justin bieber you know mm. they go through depression why do they go to depression like that's called what they call like a, a you know a first world problem kind of thing but you know they obviously go through depression um i heard this uh one lady i forgot what her name is um uh, i think she plays an iron man but uh she uh she said that like once you get famous obstacles start getting out of your way mm. uh, so people start helping you to do everything and in that sense you become arrogant you lose sense of like your humbleness and etc and yeah. like you lose sense of life so you can't necessarily connect with anyone at a deeper level because you don't understand the struggle and that's that's why you see in my opinion a lot of like divorces and like changing of stuff like that of couples and at the you know a-list celebrity level because they have a hard time connecting and that in itself probably creates a lot of you know depression anxiety etc and um yeah. one thing that you did say was like and hopefully this will kind of segue into the topic but you mentioned you know like really good looking women sometimes never get approached because they're too good looking and so that creates like a depression in itself for the woman because she's like what, what what's wrong with me you know like yeah you know, nothing's happening like i, I don't know <laughs> you know and and sometimes they they also keep a high standard of themselves, but they don't know how to. Anyways, yeah, I don't know if you, what you, if you want to expand on that or. Um. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful people go through depression. I, I don't. Wait. 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 Hold. 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 <laughs> I don't. I don't know if this is you who said this, but I definitely. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I was about to say I don't remember saying that to you, but uh, I guess I did. <laughs> I think like, I heard this on some I don't other. Know. I feel like we've had this conversation a couple times already, yeah. and so I don't know if it's came up in that right. those conversations because those were like those are like hour long conversations. Mm. So and yeah, could have. Um, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, it's okay. We, we <laughs> that was my bad because as I was saying, I was like, wait, I don't think it's Pete who who I was who I was saying this. I was like, I don't remember Pete. But me. I have heard that though. But I have heard that. Okay. To be fair, I have heard that. Okay. Um, that girls often like beautiful girls often ask themselves why aren't more like why aren't guys like approach me or like trying to hit on me like what's wrong with me? But mm. it's also you have to see from guys' point of view. It's like, um, she's like stunning and like out of my league. Which I, I, I've tried to stop myself from saying that. So all through my life, I've always been like, I, I stop myself from like approaching like really beautiful girls just because like I'm always like, yo, that girl's a 10. Like she's, dude, she's way out of your league. She, she's probably like dating 10s too, like six foot tall guys, like blonde, long hair, blue eyes, like, you know, um, like, dude, why would you even waste your time trying to approach her and getting rejected? Which is so fucking dumb. I wish I, I, I don't think like that. Um, but obviously in society, I mean, and we've touched about this, touched upon this talk before, um, about how like you know what our like vision of like a beautiful guy or like whatever or like what like 
a handsome, a really handsome guy is probably like a guy that's over six feet tall, right? Like, you know, um, probably white. Like, that's just like how we see things in society. I just want to point that out. That's just how, like, I think we perceive it in society. It's like, yo, like six foot tall, like um, blue eyes, like just white, tan, whatever. And um, they, are, they are the ones that are dating like the 10, the 10 girls, right? Like the 10 out of 10 girls. And, you know, girls, like 10 out of 10 girls would never want to be like with ugly guys, I guess you could say. And like, uh, that's just also like also relative what beautiful and ugly but i but i'm saying like you know in movies and stuff too right like growing up watching movies like james bond you know the man of all mans he's fucking white like you know tall and you know that he's the one that's dating all the hot girls you know what i'm saying like and uh yeah that's just it's funny how been, that's a roadblock in my life growing up yeah sorry to interrupt it's funny how you no, like know that on the top of your head you're like you're like six foot tall uh, like blue eyes like blonde hair white <laughs> like it's funny how you see that right off top of your head because it's not like it's not like your mom sat you down when you were six and be like uh okay Pete, i got something to tell you you know really good looking you know you're like you yeah. know and no, for, that's just how we see it like magazine covers like right. movie stars like the a-list celebrity like the one that's leading the whole movie whatever um yeah, that's, and for yeah. anyone who's not, who's like listening to the podcast and not on YouTube watching this, like you can't tell how like good looking Pete is right now. So like, <laughs> you know when when he's saying this, you know it's like obviously he's he's referring to what the social media and like what the media and what like society, like you said, has illustrated as like what is good looking. But like yeah. obviously Pete is a good looking guy like he, no it, like honestly like he, i told you appreciate it man thank you i told you this I, last I time i really appreciate it i told you this last time like you know you're someone who dresses well and you know always presents itself with a good energy and positive and like you're good looking as well appreciate so it, like um it's 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 funny how you even at that point you're like nah i don't got this and um yeah that's that's a really interesting aspect yeah so one thing i've always you know you know how i said like oh the you know, really hot, like really good looking guys. I was like over six feet tall. Like, so one thing I've always been like very, very like vulnerable or like, yeah, I guess like what well, you could say vulnerable, um, is my height. Like I've always been like, so I'm five, five and mm. I feel like that's like pretty short in our society. <laughs> I've always had this like preconceived note, like image in my head that like, or whatever that, you know, only like girls love like tall guys and which I really do think most girls do, but but anyway, so that's always, like, been a mental roadblock in my head when, like, you know, <laughs> like, just approaching girls and I was, like, you know, growing up, you know, in college and in my 20s and stuff, I've always been, like, very, like, shy, I guess you could say, like, about that kind of stuff. Like, I've never been, like, I I would never have the balls to go up to a girl and be, like, hey, like, how you doing? Like, you know, can I get your number? Like, I, I was just never in my, as, mu as, as much as you know me, like, being this, like, really happy, outgoing guy, like, that's just something I would never do. Um, just because, like, that... I don't know. I, I feel like I'm always gonna get rejected ten times out of ten, which is like, that's never ha like I've never actually done that, so I can't even say I've been like rejected like that. But mm. I just have that. I just don't do it because I know I, I like I just I tend to say no for the girl before it even happens, which I should never do. Like I just fantasize about what the outcome is gonna be, and I'm always like, don't even go for it. Like don't even try and shoot your shot, um, which is stupid. Like like that's the dumbest thing I could have ever done in the worst kind of thinking that you could ever have growing up because any guy can get any girl um and i truly believe that you just gotta like have the balls to do it and like really go for it um because girls love i think confidence is also like such an important role for guys um and people are like and i don't think confidence is like a genetic thing like you have to like learn to be confident i think in my opinion like you really have to like 
mm. practice it. You know what I'm saying? Just as much as you like practice, like sh- taking your camera out and editing and, and shooting, whatever. You have to practice like going out and being confident, if that makes any sense. Um, mm. But anyway, going back to like, you know, uh, my own mental roadblock of thinking, oh, I'm too short, whatever. Uh, yeah. So I, I always, so one of the places I used to hate going to um, growing up and like, especially in college was like going to the, like the, the bar for some reason and like walking around because that's mm. when I noticed it the most it's really dumb oh, okay, yeah but anyway so. that's what that's what because one that's when I noticed the most like yo every girl is pretty much taller than me especially with their heels on and stuff it's like blah 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 like girls don't give me the time of the day this and that which is dumb because I feel like I always tend to shoot myself down before things even like before things even get started like I said before like before I even like approach girls but anyway uh yeah um it's something that I've like tried to really get out of my head like because mm. that has for yes yeah, i feel like that's been like my biggest form i don't even want to say like a form of depression but yeah kind of like that's yeah i feel like i don't get and this is me personally i feel like guys i feel like all my friends would be like yo Pete, what the fuck are you talking about good like girls love you like they love talking to you um but i tend to like i feel like girls tend to pass me up just because of my height and like that's obviously something i can't control and i feel like that's has always i always kind of felt that energy at the bar like girls would just be like oh it's pete hey, hey. like no yeah like girls never saw me as like oh it's pete you know what i'm saying like mm. um like they never girls yeah, girls girls just, have never seen me as oh it's pete either by the way so <laughs> <laughs> sorry i i didn't but, mean to uh, yeah <laughs> no you're good um <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, that has been something that I've really carried on my shoulders for a while. It's just like, I've always complained about it, but never really like, like I'm so done complaining about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, tw- I'm 28 years old. Like this is this is a time, it's supposed to be like a time of our lives. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I've wasted so much of it, like that, like carrying this, like not even, I don't want to say burden, but like I just that burden, that feeling of like, yo, my height is like causing me to be like, lower in society i don't even know it's stupid it's really dumb and i shouldn't think like that at all Um, no i i don't think it's i don't think it's dumb i think this is definitely something that society has put on and it's it's difficult and i would just want to one thank you for being vulnerable and opening up about that because yeah man for sure i i can't imagine how how difficult that must be to to you know to have that struggle in the back of your mind and i'm not saying that i don't have any struggles at all i definitely do in my own regards and you know i always thought kind of like being asian was kind of the same thing as your height you know like yeah um i always felt like you know if we said white people were the or the white guys with blonde hair blue eyes were always the attractive guys and um yeah yeah i, always, I don't know i just think that it's it was very you know i think there's probably a lot of people out there that are shorter or a lot of guys that are shorter and probably um can relates to what you're you're dealing with right now and it, it it i think it's definitely something that i've seen for sure you know the the let's just say like the, the small funny guy likes the comic relief type of guy and like mm. the girls tend to just like not see them and it's hard like even me i'm, I'm just i think five seven and like you know you show up at a bar and like there's guys that are like six foot ten that yeah. show up and like the girls won't like they'll automatically add a little bit more masculinity to them then they will yeah for sure yeah to me if that makes sense so yeah, yeah again like yeah props to you for one opening up to trying to challenge that mentality because um 
yeah, I, like it is something that you can't control, but it's also something that can probably turn into a strength if you're able to um, to turn that around and, into your to your yeah. advantage. And I yeah, and I say like I've never gotten girls before. Hey man, I, like <laughs> I ah. like I'm, yeah, <laughs> like I have it, bro. Like I've never got out a date. No, but um, I've dated some like really cute girls, honestly. And I'm I'm not telling to be like, oh, P, yeah, man, you dated really cute. Girls. No, like they've been like I've uh, been lucky enough to like oh, actually uh yeah like i've so you're saying that there are some women that know you as pete <laughs> yeah ex- exactly like yo it's pete dang, dang. Like, damn. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> but yeah so i feel like i i still put this like like burden on myself or yeah burn i guess you call it but i know i can like get girls i just like still have this like this mindset of like yo pete you're never gonna get a hot girl man like you're never gonna I, like i had that voice you know in my head mm. and uh but yeah i just that's why like i want to challenge myself like i want to like i should start i just recently deleted like all my dating apps and i want to like approach girls more at the bar Word. that's one thing i really want to do so yeah i think um that's really important and even if like dude like i always like I always think to myself, oh man i don't want to get rejected yo pete like dude if they reject you who the fuck cares bro like mm. life goes on you know what I'm saying? Like I like, I, I always like thought, okay, I'd rather be O for O than like O for a hundred. That was like my mindset. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, explain that. Explain that. Like zero for zero, like O for O, meaning like you don't have to deal with the rejection. You don't have to deal with like you. You never get rejected. Okay, so like zero zero losses because you yeah. never tried. Yeah, rather exactly. than zero like zero, zero for a hundred okay, okay, okay. like yeah like meaning like you're asking 100 girls and like you get rejected 100 times you know right. like i don't like i didn't want to deal with that feeling i guess you could say mm-hmm. but who the fuck cares like life goes on like literally the worst thing that could happen is you're right you're like pretty much nothing you're right back where you are like it's a it's a literally such a low risk high reward scenario mm-hmm. like you literally go in and like be like hey i really i think you're like pretty cute like i'd love to get your number and, you know maybe we can grab drinks sometime and she, the worst she'd be like is no and then you'd be like okay later and that's it you go back to your friends whatever and you're like oh she said no whatever life goes on like i i wish i could like tell myself that when i'm at the bar i'm like yo pete go fucking talk so for example like a few weeks ago i was at the bar in like um the center and like i really like there was this babe like like smoke show at the bar um and like i really want to like like my friends knew I was like just like staring at this girl. First of all, I was like just like talking about. It. I was like, "Yo, there's like this smoke at the bar over here. Like, have you guys seen this girl?" And so like I know the bartender. He's we're like pretty tight because I like, I went there pretty often. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey man, like, yo, who's that girl? He's like, yeah, like it's my first time seeing her. Whatever. Like, um, we were just like t- t- chatting up, like talking about it, and then he was like telling me like go chat her up and i'm like no 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 shot and so i we were there for like another 10 minutes and then i we ended up leaving and then i came back a week later and joe was like yo remember that girl we were talking about like that girl that was here last week at the bar you know i told her about i was like yo my friend like thinks really cute like he like and he ended up leaving she's like oh the guy with the hat on because i was wearing a hat that day that night and he was like yeah and i was like and when he told me that i was like yo what the fuck he should she, she was like yeah he should have just came up to me and like talked to me and like asked me for really asked me for okay yeah and I'm like, yeah, it's just like, I feel like this is stuff I should have gone through when I was like in college and stuff, like shooting my shot with girls and stuff. And I mm. just like held it. I just held it for so long. Like that, that negative mindset and that, like that roadblock that it's just like that. Now I'm just starting to be like, realize that it doesn't really matter when I should have figured this out, like back in college, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like literally. Yeah. But anyway, um, 
Yeah, I think what it comes down to is everyone's too hard on themselves. Also, right? Like you're mm. literally like everyone, like everybody finds like the smallest thing that they, they could like uh, find that's wrong with them, and it, it and sh- brings it to light. You know, what I'm saying like even like the most beautiful girls, I can guarantee like the most beautiful models, Victoria's Secret models, have some kind of insecurity about their physical uh, trait or some physical See, aspect of their that, body. That's the part I was telling you. Like the not necessarily. We were talking. You, you, you were the one who were telling me this. Like the most beautiful women still have like anxiety and yeah. Okay. Yeah, of Sorry. course. Yeah, okay. everybody, dude. Yeah, yeah. The most beautiful people that you will ever meet, I think, still has some kind of like, you know, some kind of negative image of themselves um, physically. Whether it's like, oh, I have like a, uh, I don't know, a pimple somewhere, or like mm. you know, my fingers are too short or something, right, something right. weird, or like you know. But like everybody. It's because you see yourself every day and you always see it, you know? And so you're always like, oh, damn, like, why can I be prettier? Like, oh, man, like, this is such a bad, I don't know. But right. anyway. All right. So um, can I can I call you out on something? Yeah, go ahead. So if you're saying that everyone sees their own flaws and that they should just go for it, um, are you just going to post a vlog that you're supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should, honestly. It's just I haven't finished editing it either. Um, it's pretty close to done i haven't touched like a year but i pretty much almost finished it and i should have put it up but it was i it also when i want to put something up i want to make sure it's good like there's a story behind it like there wasn't much going on it's just me find my joan i guess is whatever um at least just put stuff out there that's also become that's how you become better as an artist too right? maybe like, you're you just like being too critical with yourself maybe yeah maybe. probably I, I like any artist would right it's like they're always too overcritical of their of their stuff i'm just uh just busting busting your ass here um putting no 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 but you're right though no uh (laughs) i should put it out (laughs) i just want to touch on that point where you said like just shoot your shot because i literally saw this quote or this picture on instagram and i shared it on my story i don't know if you saw it but it's literally two targets and underneath the first target says um mistake and underneath the second target says failure and on Mm. the first target it's like a uh, a bullet shot like where the person shot uh-huh. and it's like off the target completely off and then underneath failure there's no bullet so basically yeah. what they're saying is that like by not trying it's an automatic failure it's like mm. that cheesy thing of like you know if, if you don't try you'll never know kind of yeah. thing yeah. um and yeah i think i think that's a valid point i do think that you know when you mentioned um that you should have tried to shoot your shot more in college i think it's like in a sense of like and I mean, it's it's hard to get over those those roadblocks from the past because those create mini traumas. But I think that I've shot my shot a fair amount of time in the past and maybe I'm just terrible talker or maybe I'm just a bad human being or maybe I'm just not attractive, you know? But, you know, yeah. I, I've definitely done a lot of times like in college and in other situations where I've tried to shoot my shot and I feel like I, for some reason I'm at a disadvantage. Either I don't have enough money, either I don't, you know, have the perfect fade or either you know i don't communicate well enough etc you know excuses in my head right but i feel like i've shot my shot enough times to the point where like it's created this thing where i'm like i don't know if i want to put myself through that again you know like i understand from your perspective you mentioned like i think that's a great point you know you shoot your shot you let go um and you're done like it's yeah like whatever it is but yeah like who cares what happens yeah but i did tell you like hopefully that's something (laughs) 
not that I want to just travel just to go shoot my shot, but you know, traveling yeah. alone is a great thing because you don't know anyone. In Winnipeg, I shoot my shot. That person probably knows someone who knows someone who knows someone, and all of a sudden, like mm. twenty, a group of twenty people just think Vince is a player because he shot his shot. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I guess it's tough. Yeah, with that kind of uh, scenario that you're in right now. Yeah, with a small city or town. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, like that's that's another excuse again. Like who yeah. who cares if people? You know, I literally just asked a girl like for her number, and they can laugh at me. Yeah. You know, they can make fun of me. Cool, that's their problem. Mm. You know, I thought she was a good looking person. I, we probably maybe I saw a couple of things on her Instagram or whatever. I thought she had like some good values and some things we had in common. I wanted to talk to her cool like there's nothing wrong with that like you're absolutely right so i should i think we should both shoot our shot more yeah i think obviously yeah again it just goes down to we're just being too hard on ourselves like and Mm. also we're just overthinking situations it's like who the fuck cares like yeah you know um yeah just take more risks man like even though you've obviously just said that you know you shot your shot a bunch of times and you know tried to get numbers whatever it might be and you know it hasn't maybe ended in the way that you wanted to or resulted in the way that you wanted to but who who the fuck cares man like again you're doing more than i am so i, I mean i commend you for that like wow. um and also you know it might just be you're just going for the wrong girls you know like mm. i don't think it's something i don't think it's something on you that you should be like oh why don't these girls why is these girls not like liking me it's like yo you maybe you're just going for the wrong girls and uh at the end of the day also like i'm i'm all about like you you got you gotta have someone that wants you for you like i'm really against like putting up a front and like acting weird um like i want someone to generally like me for being pete dang you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i don't want to like go and dress differently and act differently just so i can like get this girl to notice me it's like yo i'm like myself and if she knows me like because of me dope i love that mm-hmm. um so yeah um i mean it is, I mean, it is what it is. And, like, you know, this is, like, the only time we're going to be, like, this age. And we're in the prime of our time. And I, it's, it's just, I'm, like I said before, dude, I'm so done just, like, overthinking things and being, like, oh, why isn't, you know, more good stuff happened to me? Like, I really, like, even when, like, it's it's just, like, who cares, man? It's, like, we have you ever read the, have you ever read the book, um, How to, uh, The Subtle Weights? The subtle way to not give a fuck yeah yeah by um what what's what's mark manson yeah mark manson yeah 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 phenomenal phenomenal all like first off super funny dude the way he writes it is just hilarious <laughs> he but clearly yeah, man, doesn't give he, a fuck <laughs> yeah but the, but it's so true the stuff that he says in it man like it's yeah like it's it really it comes it's down to a t man like mm. it's like we only have a certain amount of fucks to give and like if we give it to it all dude like if we give fucks about everything that happens in our lives we're going to be so drained emotionally, mentally, like physically. It's like, dude, just live your life and enjoy the ride. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, and have good people around you. And that's what it comes down to. I remember like, I, I think I've said it before, but I, you know, that famous quote, you know, is it about the destination or the journey that matters most? And like, it's all about the company along mm. the way, you know, like that, those are the people that make the ride better. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when I travel and I go to hostels and stuff, it's those people that I meet in the hostels that make my journey that much more fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's nice to have people to share memories with. Like, yeah, it's okay. It's good to travel by yourself and like, go do what you want whenever. But it's like the people that you meet, like, and I still like stay, try and stay in touch with people that I meet through these hostels. Like for, okay, for example, this past trip that we went to Kauai together right. and I brought two of my friends from uh, Brenda and and live shout out to brenda and live yeah yeah, they they won't care um um yeah those girls i met 
in a hostel in Iceland. Yeah. And we have been so tight since. That's Are you insane. kidding me? Like, yeah. we've been to Portugal together. I, I invited him to Kauai um, to meet you guys, all my friends from Triplet. And then, like, you guys gelled and meshed so well together. I visited them in Toronto. Like, we, like, we've shared so many memories. And it's just from a simple, you know, hostel, you know, just traveling alone. And I think everybody should travel alone at least once in their life i know it's it seems like scary to people like i don't want to like go by myself like who am i i'm gonna be so lonely and i don't gonna have anybody to meet it's like everybody's on the same boat when they're traveling like and people like people tend to travel by themselves i think most people i meet while i'm traveling tend to travel by themselves and um and every and see the thing that strikes me the most is you're gonna meet the best people like it takes a certain kind of mindset to want to travel first of all like those are people that are very down to earth genuine like keep it real straight shooters like just have great personalities great character those are the people you're gonna meet while traveling i guarantee it and also along with brenda and Liv, i also when i met them in iceland i introduced them to my other friend that i had just met in a hostel a week before shout out, shout out to my boy ryan so i don't know if i told you this but i met i was in spain uh right before i was in iceland literally i went from spain to the states for one week and then from the states to iceland in the span of like eight days so anyway in 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 spain Damn. i was in a hostel in valencia and i met my one of my an awesome friend his name's ryan and we were super tight so funny story so i was supposed to be in valencia for only like two days and this kid convinced me to stay for a whole week in in valencia like that threw my whole like traveling <laughs> timeline off but I, like i loved it he was so dope and during like one of the last few days i was there we were talking about traveling and stuff and i and i was like hey ryan man like i'm gonna be in iceland like in like a week if you want to meet me there like i'll come pick you up whatever at the airport and like obviously i just thought of him just be like laughing like i thought he was just like laughing be like yeah dude like maybe uh dude he literally booked his trip right then and there like he bought a flight to iceland Shit. and so and so i met him i met him like no eight days way. later in iceland and so ryan um and i introduced ryan to my to the girls that we met at the mm -hmm. hostel because I, I was there a day earlier than him so i met the girls first but yeah so then we all end up traveling together like when we were in iceland like we um rented a, i had a car they had a car too but we like drove around and like visit all these beautiful landmarks and i remember such a beautiful time and brendan and Liv would t maybe probably we'll probably tell you about this time too but we went to this mountain we parked on like uh we went to like this pool uh i forgot like it's some kind of like outdoor pool thing um it was like kind of like in between two mountains like it was off the beaten path whatever but anyway we climbed this mountain and just sat there enjoying the view for like three hours it was so peaceful it was just such a dope time like just be around great company in a in a beautiful landscape it was like top five moments of my life i think easily wow <laughs> and um yeah i mean obviously you created such a special bond with them and like obviously look what happened like you know like i said like, we went to portugal together went to Kauai together and um even with triplet like i had a, I, two years ago i didn't know you we met at a freaking photography conference, stayed in touch, went to Kauai, and now we're having, like, weekly, like, um, FaceTimes with Taylor, who we also met at the same conference. Like, and also that trip, you did it by yourself, too. You didn't know anybody there. And look what came of it. Yeah, that's what I was like, going to say, is I think the, yeah. the thing we had with Triplets was relating to the fact that he said you should travel alone, was that we were all coming alone. We weren't coming, you know, mm -hmm. with, with our squad or whatever, with the group, which allowed us to come with a more neutral and open mind. So I fully agree with what you're saying. And shout out to Liv and Brenda, because they are amazing human beings. So Yeah, they are some of the most genuine, like, nicest people I've ever met in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, Brenda and Liv would, like, do anything for you. It's right. crazy. They are awesome. Um, 
I just I just want to kind of make a point because you said people who travel. I just want to make sure people who travel alone and go into hostels because you know if you go in a hotel, I feel like it might be a little bit more difficult to um, go in that environment. But because there might be a lot of people who are couples in there or groups or whatever. But yeah. definitely, if you if you go in a hostel, I feel like that environment's definitely a little bit more welcoming overall. Uh, like people tend to ask me all the time when I'm traveling, like, "Yo, Pete, why would you want to stay in like a hostel when you can get like a nice hotel room and like you know sleep in a nice, comfortable bed and have your own personal bathroom?" It's like, who am I ever gonna meet when I'm in the bathroom? I mean, in the hotel <laughs> by myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the bathroom by myself. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's like it's uh yeah, man. It's all the fun is when you meet the people in the hostels. Like you know who like. Who am I gonna go drink with and party with? Can like, I give you? Gonna... Can I give you a confession? Go ahead. I've never stayed in a hostel before. What? Yeah, bro, it's a ton of fun. I mean, it's it's great. I think. Uh, oh man, you're gonna love it. We'll travel together and stay at a hostel sometime. Yeah, let's do that. What are you scared of? I'm scared of gear, cause like. Yeah, you know, I I'm, guess it's a different. Yeah. I'm carrying like you know sometimes 10k worth of gear with me like laptop, camera yeah, lenses. Different. You know, yeah. like I I'm not gonna leave that underneath my bed. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah obviously there's like lockers and stuff too um but yeah it's also yeah i never had to really worry about that uh when i traveled because i never did bring it with me did you see any um, photographers with like backpacks that you were like oh yeah they yeah are. yeah okay uh i never was like yeah i had i definitely saw people with gear and stuff but i mm. never was like oh like i wonder if they're scared of people that take stuff i don't know i've mm, never had okay. anything stolen ever knock on wood ever in a hostel I, i've actually that's never even like hit my mind that people will steal my shit because people were like so nice um but I do remember like this one memory of like I was in Vietnam visiting a friend that was teaching English there and I was at a hostel and they had come um, to come pick me up and like they came up to the room and stuff and saw like where I was at and I was like, all right, let's go. And I just like threw my iPod on the be- my iPad on the bed and stuff and whatever and like didn't care about it. And the girl was like, or my, my friend was like, P- like, Pete, like, are you worried like people are going to steal it? Like, don't you want to put it away? I'm like, no, I'm fine. And it was, you, you didn't lose it? No, dude, it was there. Yeah same spot didn't even move damn i mean i mean <laughs> looking back it should probably be a little bit more careful but yeah I, that's like when i started trying like that never hit my mind like that, i never was like oh i should be w- more worried about all my stuff like i wonder if people are gonna steal it um it was just like oh whatever like i leave my backpack on my bed like everything open <laughs> i guess it's because like in winnipeg we get everything stolen here and i, I literally had my camera stolen um this summer yeah. so or last summer so yeah <laughs> But anyway, I wanted to, to kind of tie like traveling to mental health because mm. obviously that's like kind of what this whole episode and this podcast is about. Um, but yeah, I think super beneficial to mental health. I think it uh, just like takes you out of your comfort zone um, and mm. just like throws you in this world where like you you have to be social and like be confident in yourself and like it's just like everyone's super nice and it really brings your energy up and it's just like you know it's like. When I go to new hostel, it's always people sitting by themselves that I'm always like, yo, I want to ask him if they want to come hang out with me. You know what I mean? Because, like, I've always been, like, everyone's in that same spot, but some people are more confident in, like, asking other people to do it, if that makes any sense. So, like, like literally the first thing I'll say when I, like, go to a new hostel uh, is I'll talk to, I'll literally, literally talk to someone and be like, hey, man, you want to go grab a drink? Or, like, hey, girls, like, you guys want to go grab a drink? Like, and nine times out of ten, they'll be like, yeah, let's go. Like, I'd love to. Like, they'll be, like, they'll be excited about it. Like, oh, shit, like, somebody wants to hang out with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um and uh and it just brings your kind of like social um i guess like self-esteem up if that's right um i'm having a hard time picking my words tonight i don't know why social confidence or whatever yeah yeah exactly your confidence yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah so uh yeah i think and some people 
you don't all right so the thing is when you like beat people along the way like in hostel and stuff you don't know what people are going through like some people are trying to escape their like their mm. life back home like you know what i'm saying and everyone's trying to have a good time and it's important i think it's most important when like people when you when you definitely see people by themselves to really bring them in and like if you had already met people like i when i travel 95 percent of the time i travel is by myself by the way i just want to like make that clear like i'm not going with like a big group of friends and stuff i'm always traveling by myself and it's because i love doing what i can do like i'm on my own time schedule whatever and um and I've also noticed that when I do travel with friends, I tend to speak less to other people. I don't know why. Because I'm already with my friends. It's always like I, I tend to like, Fully not that I'm like, oh, you guys can't hang out with me. But like, I, I, I don't reach out to people as much as I would like to. It's when, when I'm with my friends mm-hmm. traveling. So that's why that's also one of the things I like to do when I travel or beneficial when I travel by myself is I reach out more to people because obviously I want friends to travel with and make memories with. But um, yeah, I think, uh, I think traveling has... Uh, like i said definitely beneficial to mental health and you know really brings people together and it creates a camaraderie that you maybe don't get back home like i can i 100 percent could say i've made better friends traveling in a hostel talk to people for two days than i have with kids that i've grown up with in high school and college Damn. like better 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 relationships you know what i'm saying but it's true like i i say yeah. it with 100 percent honesty that i've generally had conversations that I, for pe- with people that i had just met for an hour and i had a deeper connection than out with friends that i l- legit grew up with for 18 years and you know hang out with on weekends every week and whatever you know just because like we talked about something more other than just like am i spitting a lot we're talking about something more than just like getting drunk and getting girls and whatever like we're talking about life and that that kind of talk i think brings people and binds people together more than anything else in the world when you can connect with people and, and how we're connecting right now talking without a filter and like not have to worry about what you're saying that is stuff that is so hard to attain in the world with people with you know people you meet it's just because we're constantly filtering ourselves we're constantly watching what we're saying we're constantly trying to be funny we're constantly trying to be confident constantly trying to like be popular and cool and you know not say dumb things but when you're having an like an like a like a real genuine authentic conversation like what we're having this sit this stuff is so rare and unique and hard to find that it's like it makes it that much more special like it's just like you it's just hard to come by and it's not because i'm not look like i'm not when i'm like meeting new friends i'm not actively being like hey do you want to have a deep conversation so we can be tight <laughs> friends like it's just like yeah. it comes out naturally like yeah. you're just having a couple of drinks and you end up talking about like life and hey man why are you traveling like you know, I just didn't want to do the nine to five back home. And hey, man, me too. Like, I, it's nice that you feel the same what I do. Like, that's like those connections. It's just like, it's, man, it's so, it's so like a breath. It's like a breath of fresh air. You know, when every time I travel, it's it just like the people I meet, it's just like, it's a breath of fresh air. It's, I like, it's like pure. It's like authentic. It's, yeah, man. It's, it's, you can't replicate it. You can't, you can't make that stuff up. And you can feel when it's being like, when it's being, um, what's the opposite of like uh organic inauthentic inauthentic yeah yeah yeah. you can tell when people are being inauthentic or like Mm. faking it and like just trying to buddy buddy you it's like you can feel the energy straight up and be like you can i can i can sense when people are like being when i can tell (laughs) jesus i can sense when people are being real or not and whether or not their friendship's gonna be like something that will flourish right like flourish and our, you know our friend jay he he put that up on his story the other day he's like you know what 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 attracts people to me what makes me want to spend more time with people he's like with their honesty like you know not people that have flashy yeah, things man. not people who are you know trying to impress me people who are real with me so yeah, yeah I and think- i yeah 
sorry no, <laughs> I, I interrupt you. It's weird because they're like, but I think it goes a long way, like be, being extremely authentic. And it sometimes it's it's tough because again, like you said, you see what society puts in front of you and what you need to be. So being yeah. authentically yourself is a difficult path to choose. Um, For sure, it's um. But yeah, I always try to like make sure, or not make sure, but I always want people like feeling good about themselves after they talk to me. Like I, I wanna, I wanna be that. Like I don't say I wanna be. Like I just, I hope I'm genuine when people talk to me. I hope when people talk to me, they're like, "Yo, pizza, freaking straight shooter. I love that kid. I love being around him. Like he, like makes me laugh, makes me smile, and I love just I can be myself around him. Like that's the biggest compliment anybody could give me if they like if we were friends. It's like, "Yo, Pete, like I love talking to you. Like you, like are such like you're so easygoing and like it. it I just." can be myself around you whatever you know what i'm saying all right um, yo pete i love talking to you i love the fact that uh, i can be myself when hey, i'm around man. you and just hey, for I appreciate it anyone who's listening who doesn't know pete like he makes it a point to do this and it doesn't come off as inauthentic like pete is like he just described himself like he's someone who sees how he wants to be and is that person and i can't still yeah. Like there's a difference between inauthentic trying to be someone who you're not and trying to become a better yeah. person. And I think that mm. you, it's it's more on that like genuine trying to be the best you can. I appreciate it. And I think that's yeah. amazing. And to be honest, like Pete is a hundred percent someone like who catches me off guard constantly. That I'm like, man, this guy still wants to fuck with me. Like I just <laughs> like I'm like I I don't know what I have to offer. So I I appreciate. You should that. never think like that, man. Like you should never. And that comes down to like with like girls. Like oh man, like if you get a good girl like it's like oh why is this girl with me whatever yeah. you know what i'm saying it's like yo it's because you're a fucking catch dude like people want is your friend because they want to be around you period yeah and you know what i'm saying that's that's kind of thing tying i wanted to tie this back together with like the fact that you said like people put filters and people you know they hide stuff they'd be unauthentic you know trying to catch people and like why why do people want to spend time with me i think it comes back to this one question and also with photography and everything i told you like getting clients is my stuff good enough Again, it comes back to this one question I think I struggle the most with. Am I good enough? What are your thoughts on that? Because like, I think to me, it's not even about like my height, my physical. And you said like, you know, I have like a lot of things going on, you know, like a, now I have a podcast, you know, I've like, yeah. and it's not just like I want a podcast. Like I have, you know, I run a company. We, I create music, you know, I speak three languages, you yeah. know, I've also traveled a little bit, not as much as clearly you. And that's amazing. Y'all like, if you guys want some travel tips, you know, hit up my boy Pete Dang. But um <laughs> Like, you know, I've, I've, I'd say I have an exciting life and, you know, it's not that just because I have an exciting life, you know, people should hit me up, but like, yeah. I don't know, sometimes I feel like what is wrong with me? Like, clearly I don't have enough for whatever the situation is because either people don't vibe with me, I don't get the girl or, you know, and, and obviously like I'm saying this like very casually, but I'm, I'm not trying to like saying that like women should obviously just say yes to anything. I'm just saying that like one of the questions and struggles I think that comes back to my head is do I, am I enough? And I think when you illustrated like traveling enough alone, everyone there doesn't feel like enough. So the fact that you go out mm. of your way and make people feel good um, because you don't have anyone to like bounce off of, you know, and I'm sorry, maybe not feel enough is different, but they don't have like the filters, um, you know, that you would have in a yeah. regulator society. But yeah, I'm just wondering um, what are your thoughts on about feeling enough? um yeah i mean i think it's tough when you're constantly comparing yourself to other people right because then you set a standard for yourself like you know why aren't i getting the girls why aren't i getting the gigs it's like you know i've been putting in all the hours like why am i not seeing results like what the fuck like what's going on right mm. now 
and um that can definitely be like uh that can definitely be tough on you as you know emotionally and you know mentally it's like why am i all this hard work all the hours i'm putting in i'm not seeing what i want to see like what's going on and uh you know i wish i had a right answer to that i just don't know i think obviously as a friend i'm obviously gonna be like yo dude of course you're more than enough and, I, and, I'm, and i'm not just saying that as a friend i mean it in genuine like if i saw you as a person dude i can tell you're hustling i could tell you i could tell you're putting the hard work i think if anything make those people that say no regret it dude make them be like all the companies that said no to you, you like let them know like like honestly like i hope they see your work and be like yo damn vince blaze like hit me up like a year ago and asked me if we wanted to collaborate and we said <laughs> no to him like what were we thinking yeah like you know i don't like everyone has their own like fire under them that like that pushes them i don't know what yours is um and that's something for you to figure out on your own just as like my you know my why is different from your why like you know it's uh it's really tough and yeah it can be hurting and demoralizing and but hey man like you i I wish i had the right answer but you gotta keep trucking you know again like i don't think you should be like oh why what is it about me that's not you know getting it done or like why do people i don't think you should ever say that because first of all you're you dude like you're one in fucking seven billion and you should be proud of that dude there's a reason why you're here mm. um your personality is your personality you know your values and your morals and everything is a sum of who you've been these past 27 years and i don't think you should try and change it for anything else you know obviously if there's something that you actively see that's like like maybe you don't like about yourself and i'm not saying it should be like something physical or like but it's just like you know uh maybe it's a gym or something it's like you know, I'm, I don't look as fit as I want. It's like you like that's something you can fix like physically. Like that's something you can like actively pursue and like change um, in a positive way about yourself. I'm not saying, oh, like you should, you know, uh, act differently around me and Taylor. Like, you know, talk a little cooler with us. It's hey, man, like be your genuine self. And that's why we love talking to you. Like, mm-hmm. again, do, do you want people to like you for you? Like, I don't think you should really change yourself for somebody else like you want to radiate the, like your friends are an extension of you you know what i'm saying and like i think the people that you have around you don't need a, like a million friends to be happy i don't at least i don't think so in my opinion like even if it's a couple good ones man like that's enough i think for a good time you know mm. what i'm saying and those are the people that are real with you um but as far as like i guess jobs and stuff i don't know yeah, your work sucks, dude. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. No, appreciate you. I, I, no, no, I think, no, but honestly, I just think it's just like, just different style. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm sure, you know, somebody would reject Sam Colder for her style. <laughs> I don't know who would. Probably, but, probably for his yeah, price but, more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> for real. But yeah, man, I think you're unique and be proud of that. I think. Uh, appreciate that. And yo, dude, like, I, and also like, I just want to put this out there, dude, like, everyone in social media knows you're hustling i, ho- I hope you know that like we know you're putting in the work to and me? it shows yeah okay like dude you're, you're i mean in, in a good way i'm saying like you're, you're putting all this hard work with like your company and like all this stuff and you're posting regularly mm-hmm. and like all this like it's 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 that's what separates you from like people who just kind of want it like i can tell you're you're in it for the long run and you're hustling and putting the work in there appreciate, um, appreciate. so yeah bro and you know you have your own unique style and be proud of that bro i mean um i think the biggest compliment anybody could say is like they see a photo of your work and it's like oh that's vince's work right, right like right. In, a, in, a, in a yeah so yeah man i don't know i think um yeah just be you <laughs> i don't know that was kind of a long tangent and i don't really know where i was going with that but no that's 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 a good 
it's a good answer. It's like, cause just be you in the end is being enough. And I think that, I think one of the things, it's funny cause yeah, yeah, go ahead, yeah, go, ahead, sorry. go ahead. It's funny. Cause like we hear that growing up. It's so like, so like cringy, like, yeah, your parents, like just be yourself, honey. Like, yeah. it's like, what the, I don't want to be myself. That's why I want to <laughs> No, but it's, yeah, it's like literally though, it's like, Hey, like, yeah, just, just be your authentic self. Like, so I, like a few weeks ago, I was like, <laughs> I don't even, I don't, I don't even like telling the story. It's basically sound like a dork, but anyway, I was like, at, so I had met up with a friend at the bar and, um, and we were going to meet up with this girl that he's dating and her friends. Right. So like we, we were pre-gaming, we ended up meeting with them. And like, obviously from this podcast, I, I feel like people know me as like a pretty peppy guy and like kind of, you know, just it's so social 100%. and stuff but yeah so but anyway so when we ended up meeting with these like girls whatever for some reason i was like super quiet the whole time and i don't know why like that's not me but for some reason i was just like filtering myself even though i wasn't saying anything, i was just like i hope i don't say anything dumb or something like that but anyway it was really weird and super like it's still so, like things that i go through even though like obviously i'm talking about all this stuff and you know uh it's i still go through it it's really weird and yeah i don't know why i need to like pretend to be something else or like not but like try hard not to say something dumb it's just like who the fuck cares like i love that saying that phrase by the way i, I love just saying who the hell cares like who the fuck cares because <laughs> really like honestly though like life is so damn short like people don't realize like this ain't no practice run yeah we don't get to redo our our 27th year on this plan we don't get to redo our 20s we don't get to redo our last summer like yo go get if there's something you want or something somebody that you want or whatever like get after it go who the, like this is like you never know when you're gonna go yeah and i i mean from anyone who's listening to the podcast you can tell that pete never shuts up so it is extremely weird for, <laughs> for him to, to be, not be talking yeah at the bar, so i love being social honestly like i love like honestly i like get a fucking high out of like talking to people and like, being you know it's just like gets my mood going i love like you know our monday nights when we're talking me you taylor i'm like I love it, dude. Yeah. It gets my week off right. Like, Taylor says every week, he's like, I love this. It gets my week off right. I'm like, yeah, it does. <laughs> so, seriously, like, but obviously, Mondays are dreadful. It's like, oh, the beginning of the work week, like, oh, damn. Yeah. But it's like, it's like something to look forward to. And um, it's always nice talking to you guys. And yeah. Um, yeah, I was, like I was saying, you know, you, obviously, Vince, you're a social guy too, dude. Like, I'll, if you weren't social, we wouldn't be here right now. Like, I wouldn't be talking to you. Like, sure. if, if you were really like that shy of a guy, like you would have talked to nobody uh, at Triplet, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, it's no. And I, I kind of want to just work on that because, like, one of the things that I've been trying to be more authentically me and. Taylor's been catching me on this and it's something that really hit me because like my sister at one point like I asked her like I asked her what did you think of my content or whatever and she's like you're not being you hmm. she's like this just too polished she's like this is not you like she's like I admire the work you're putting in this but she's like it's not you your, your recent edits you're saying yeah not necessarily the recent stuff but just like everything that I put out especially okay. last year like just you know and in a sense like I was just I think I, in my mind, I'm like, I'm trying to become someone else and not because like I, yeah, literally because I didn't like the way I was. I didn't like the fact that I stumbled on words that I do funny things that I say weird jokes. I told you that the other day, you know, I said, I said a joke and it might rub off, rub off someone the wrong way just because <laughs> I don't have necessarily the, <laughs> the, the, the right context in, in my mind, you know, like I'm, I might come off as a jerk because I've been isolated from a lot of scenarios in my life that I don't necessarily relate to with a lot of people. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I've, 
I've been trying to be more myself. And, you know, I posted a video of me shuffling in my home the other day on Instagram. And, like, <laughs> yeah. And, like, everyone's like, what, <laughs> whatever. whatever you, <laughs> thanks, bro. Um, I was feeling myself on that song, bro. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> no, the, it, was, it was funny just because, like, my friend was like, what's wrong with that? And I'm like, well, shuffling like originally was more guy it was like very intense hard style type of stuff and that's when i started getting into it but then when festival became festivals became like the thing to go to it was like girls in like cute little shorts with like their ponytails together and like plenty of like glitter on them and like little Uh videos of them doing shuffling and so it became a very female thing and so i cut that out of my life but like I oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and now like you're like, well, I showed you a couple of my songs that were like very like house driven, like bum 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 bum, right? Like those type of like mm-hmm. anthems from festival. And that was my background, so I was so into shuffling. So, um, and the other day I put like a, a video of me singing, um, and not that I can sing. Please don't. No one yeah. who's listening to this podcast no, I've seen that. do not think that I, I I'm trying to become <laughs> a singer or anything. Um, can you sing us a little tune right now, actually? Um, yeah. And if you like the way you look that much, oh baby, you should go and f- hey. yourself. Just kidding. Okay. Um, but uh, I think, like you know, I coming from a French background from Quebec, um, we used to sing a lot at home. Like my mom used to sing like these 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 French hymns, and like um, you know, my dad used to play Billy Joel all the time in the car, and you know, like we we grew up singing at a household, like just That's dope. You know, so but it's technically something one that i'm not good at and two that like it's not necessarily associated to men so it's been extremely difficult for me to be like let's just go sing because like this is probably just like another entire podcast episode but like i almost feel like it sometimes places me in the category of like oh this guy's a good guy or he's a nice guy uh, shout out to Wang Fu. Um, they're like a media, media. <laughs> yeah, production. I've heard of them. Yeah, they yeah. made like a film called The Nice Guy. Um, but it also sometimes makes people think I'm gay, and nothing wrong with the gays. I'm just saying that you know, mm. I get a lot of guys hitting on me, and sometimes it even gets me thinking, "Am I gay?" You know. <laughs> um, so um, I don't know. It's like it's been a, it's been hard to like overcome that mental barrier of. Yeah, man of me like trying to be authentically myself because yeah. like i think that those things are like part of who i am but you know the having people like you taylor uh who every week you know keep me into the loop you know um yeah. include me in regardless and if i say dumb shit y'all don't just hang up and kick me out of the group kind of thing. <laughs> um and yeah just, man i mean yeah making yeah, me feel ma- making me feel good making me feel appreciated and part of the crew i think goes a long way because um yeah it, it makes me Amen. feel like it can be okay. Uh, yeah. I'm okay being who I am. So appreciate you guys. Yeah, well, I appreciate you sharing all that first off. And second of all, I always want to say, like we always say every week, you're too hard on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you, obviously, yeah, man. I, I mean, I can easily just say you're overthinking things. And um, you'd be right. You'd be right if you said <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, I think obviously it's tough how like you want society to views you. I think, <sighs> dude, honestly, if you want to go and throw out shuffle videos, fuck yes, go do it. I mean, I'm so about that. Like you shouldn't care what people think. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, it's, it. but I say that, but obviously at the same time, uh, you know, it's really easy to say that and just be like, Oh, whatever. <laughs> Who cares what people think of me? And like, 
you know, you'll probably delete an Instagram post that only gets like 20 likes or something, you know, because um, it does matter. But I think you got to be you, man. Like you want people to know you for you. I know I keep saying that, but it's like I can't resonate that enough. It's or like, like yeah, underline that statement enough. Um, Love that. That that yeah, that you should just. Like, you shouldn't have to worry. I, I'm sorry that you even, like, it sucks that, or, and I'm sorry that you even th thought, had that thought of, like, oh, I wonder how people could perceive me if I, like, throw off this shuffle video or whatever. Like, it's like, hey, man, like, your friends are going to love it. That's the people that you want to be chilling with, you know? Like, that, if anything, that separates of, like, the people that, like, comment, like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? From the people who are like, yo, dude, that was dope. Like, I love it. I love the energy in that video. Well, legit, it took me, like, I, I kid you not, I recorded that shuffle video, like, 35 times uh to make really? sure to make sure my shuffling was decent and i wasn't looking too stupid i wasn't looking you know like it ev yeah. even then after having recording it 25 times it took me another half an hour to post it because i was scared <laughs> um but i mean like i can say that about a shuffle video but you struggle the same thing about approaching women so like yeah we're all being too hard on ourselves i think is the underlying message here you know um oh 100 and yeah even um Again, dude, the people who have it all and stuff and whatever are still have their vulnerabilities and still have their, you know, issues that they're like, you know, what is wrong with me and this and that. Uh, but yeah, man, it's what a crazy world we live in. I don't know. It's 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 Unreal. really. Yeah, but I think that's why like podcasts like these are so important to talk about mental health and stuff, because that's that's what it comes down to is like you know you don't want your mental health to decline just because of like oh what you think of people think of your shelf of video or like what they think of like your instagram post it's kind of right. like you know it's i'm already dealing with already too much shit to have to like deal with someone's like trolling on my stuff you know what i'm saying so it's uh yeah man it's again man like just be you and enjoy what you have and enjoy what you do if you love to shuffle shuffle every day and post it up on like on your ig story or whatever like you know what i'm saying like um i think it's important to have hobbies i think that's also a really big thing that you know plays into your character it makes you more interesting as a human being also in general like just pick up more things like hobbies and stuff throughout life um i know with me like i you know just start taking like skydiving lessons and stuff and that's something i've been wanting to do for a while and um playing piano is something i've been wanting to do for a while that i picked up and you know just just be cool i mean not be cool <laughs> just be you're chill, on a man. roll you're on a roll <laughs> just be cool <laughs> but yeah at the what i'm trying to say is you know i think pick up hobbies and i that i can tell you for a fact improves your mental health um just having different stuff to take your mind off of things too right like you don't want to be in bed all day scrolling through instagram and facebook mm -hmm. like get up and go play that guitar get up and go play that piano get up and go take that you know muay thai class or that jiu-jitsu class that you've been wanting to do for a while it's um you know and, and, and again you start networking through those places and meeting new friends and getting new groups of people to go out with and you know that's how you know half of my friends that i have is through hobbies that i've ha had on the side you know um mm -hmm. doing muay thai and uh doing you know joining a crossfit gym and um just different stuff skydiving and stuff it's uh it's also like it's cool to meet people that share something similar with you right off the bat like that's just something to talk to and like relate with right mm -hmm. with one another you know all right pete um i could talk to you for hours and i think we've clearly demonstrated that today again um i'm thinking this podcast will likely be just under two hours but 
um, as all podcasts to try to create some type of theme. You know, it's my first time doing this, so this is interesting. But um, what I'd like to do is ask you if you can kind of summarize really quickly and answer just a few questions. So basic question, and I know you put it in the form that I asked you before, but I don't know if you want to like basically elaborate like really quick, like two, three sentences or kind of give an example. Um, but why do you think mental health is important? Um, yeah, mental health. Why is it so important? Uh, it's something that everybody goes through. So it's a, obviously just a human connection that is a struggle, obviously, that has becoming more common within our you know society. It's, again, such a stigma that needs to be get rid of. Um, like the stigma is you get rid of, you know, like we shouldn't have to filter ourselves talking about mental health and we shouldn't have to feel scared or like vulnerable. It's just like, you know, if you want to talk about it, it's important to talk about it and get off your shoulders. I think it's those, it's those, it's the people that bottled up and keep it, you know, held within for so long. I think those people that struggle the most and tend to have them, you know, the toughest time sharing and connecting with people. Right. Uh, Cause we tend to hide all that stuff, that side of us, that's like, you know, you know, what is he dealing with or whatever, you know, it's just, yeah, it's important to realize that, oh, in my opinion, that everybody goes through some sort of mental health crisis, some form of like depression and just understand. I just want people to know that you're not alone and that, you know, people want to talk to you about this kind of stuff. You just got to be willing to put yourself out there and meet them halfway. So, you know, reach out to that friend, FaceTime him, ask him how their day is. People love that. I think that's so important to still stay in touch with people that has made an impact in your life. Um, whether that's just a quick test, like a text, like it doesn't have to be like a FaceTime call, like an hour of conversation. It could literally just be like, hey man, like I grabbed a Heineken the other day and it reminded me of like our time in um, Prague when we were like went off on that crazy like mm. bar crawl. And literally that will 100, I can guarantee will make their day. Be like, yo man, I haven't talked to him so long. I'm so glad he like reached out to me. Like, that's sick. I love that kind of stuff. So yeah, just know that, you know, life is short and you deserve 100% to be happy however long that you're here, like you never know again, you never know when you're gonna go as cheesy as that might sound. So just enjoy the ride and make sure that you don't, you know, waste your time, you know, um, get a group of good, get a good group of friends and, you know, try and make some memories together and enjoy that genuine connection. Cause that stuff is uh rare and far and few in between. So. No, that's yeah. awesome. Um, I think you actually answered two of my questions. Cause one of my, my next question is going to be, what would you give it as advice to someone who's struggling with mental health? And I think you kind of summarized it well. And I think during this episode, we had some good ideas, you know, get hobbies, you know, travel alone um, and uh, journaling, meditating, journaling, meditating. Like, yeah. Um, one last personal question. What's one aspect of mental health that you think you struggle the most with? One aspect of it? Yeah. What's something uh -huh. that gets in your head every day? Oh, good question um i don't even know there's so many things no, i'm just kidding uh you, i don't know you're I allowed just, to say just, that you look too good you're allowed to say that <laughs> uh, i think comparing myself to others especially on mm. social media like obviously i'll i'll catch myself you know on a like 30 minute scrolling rampage through in, in social media and asking myself why am I not in Bali sitting in like a bungalow with like beautiful girls? Like, why am I not succeeding in like my filming career or like, you know, it's just a constant comparison to people that have had a different journey than you. 
it's just like it 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 kills you inside it really does right like it's just asking yourself why am i not in that position yet like why like what did i <clears throat> like what have i done wrong that hasn't put me in that position like you know it it's uh yeah i mean i think that's one aspect i think everybody kind of really deals with this that constant comparison especially on social media mm. when you know at your when you're spending 30 minutes scrolling whatever and you're seeing all these beautiful you know models or like you know your favorite artist photographer videographer working with big time companies and asking yourself well, what is it going to take for me to get to that there when i'm already doing everything i can right now you know so um yeah that's probably it i guess <laughs> no that's sick I, I appreciate that um and I mean, you're you're not in Bali in those bungalows because you went hostels, bro. That's what you say. Where it's <laughs> at, Even better. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, one, uh, I appreciate you sharing everything you did. Um, uh, it was amazing. Yeah, man, I've never done this. Yeah, or at least on like camera. Anyway, this would be interesting. If people see this and reach out to me. To be honest, I think it was very on, in, uh, sorry. It was very <laughs> authentic. I think you you spoke very well um, and lots of good points, um, guys. Yeah. If you guys are listening, if you guys are watching, um, hit my boy up in the DMs. Go smash <laughs> his Instagram. Go let him know <laughs> that he needs to start posting more on Instagram. You know, go follow him. Where can they follow you at, my guy? <laughs> um, on social media, I'm mostly on Instagram, but it's my handle is at Pete dot Dang. Um, yeah, you'll find all my you know posts and stuff and all my travels and stuff there so yeah give me a follow if you'd like and this guy hella travels so yeah definitely go hit my boy up if you guys liked anything um from this if you guys caught any gems if you guys wanted to hop on to the conversation um feel free to leave a comment i think on youtube you can i don't know if spotify has anything but you know if you do catch something and you catch a snippet tag us um on social media you know let us know you're listening um and yeah hopefully you guys got some value out of this again pete uh, I'm sorry we have to actually cut this off, but um, no, I, it's all good. I'll definitely uh, at some point get you back on here. Um, yeah, I appreciate man, it's you. been a, yeah, sorry, it's been a complete pleasure to be on here, man. Seriously, I was uh, so grateful that you asked me to come on here and really honored, honestly, like uh, that you think that I have anything of worth to say on here. So appreciate it. No, and, yeah, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people will relate to to what you you spoke and probably take a lot of insights i think uh, from the discussion so uh appreciate you bro um can't wait can't wait to travel with you again hopefully you know you'll bring me into the hostel experience and we'll be able to we'll skydive together if i do manage to get that license too so that'll be that'll be a thing um but yeah uh we'll probably catch up uh, next few weeks but until then my guy i'm gonna say goodbye appreciate you yes sir Thank you so much. Uh, Subscribe if you haven't already. Follow, like us, leave us a comment, like I said, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Cheers. Peace.